Man, we're back uh, like a cold sore every five years. Yeah, exactly. In five years, dude. I get a cold sore every month or two. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we do two things. We drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. But we also get down with the sickness, if you know what I mean. Uh, and uh, 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 We haven't done that for a while. No, it's Uh-oh. at least two or three episodes. So Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Cole is sick. But besides oh, Cole being dear. sick, we actually we have a great episode ahead of you. I wrote some really good history on what we're drinking today. We're going to be drinking Old Forester. 1920 prohibition style but before we talk about the whiskey before we talk about getting sick before we talk about what was that other thing i mentioned oh a great episode and good history let's talk (laughs) about a way you can support us i'm going to keep it simple today reach out on instagram send us a message say hey i've been listening and that's all you got to say and we'll be like yo man what up you know we'll like hit it (laughs) off and uh, you'll be like, oh, that was a mistake. Yeah. And you're like, I was listening and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but either way, hit us up on Instagram at Chill Filtered Podcast. Or is it, or no, it's just Chill. No, it's Chill Filtered Podcast. I should know this. Thank yeah. It's so Chill Filtered Podcast. Yeah. Or Chill totally. Filtered. Just find yeah, us. Just, just find Reach us. You'll see the cool logo. Me. You'll see it as, as you see at the top side of the YouTube, John. Uh, yeah there we go <laughs> but that's how you can support us this week uh besides that robbie another summer day for you how's things going uh so things are all right it, today mm-hmm. actually kind of did feel like a summer day uh mm-hmm. it's, it's hot here it's like we got uh, i think we're at 102 today 102. um yeah so got the girls out nice and early went to the park at like mm-hmm. 7 15 stayed for about an hour and a half two hours and like we had it to ourselves which was awesome and so we did some park play uh rode some bikes did some yard work and uh getting ready to grill a little bit after the show nice. get dinner ready so it feels like a summer day and it's That's nice because it hasn't hasn't quite been that way now i to be honest cole uh-huh. and i was surprised you were adding oh uh just so we, there is oh crud we what? have a special guest later. I kind of do spilled, have a special guest I, later. I spilled the can of Bush's baked beans. Oh, hey, baby. Cam's back, baby. Um, but uh, I'm surprised we, we recorded this out of out of sync. We had somebody come in, and if yeah. you're listening closely, you know who it was. Um, yeah. But neither of you guys mentioned this cold sore I got on my lip. Oh no, I didn't yeah. see it. Um, oh, I appreciate. But you that. know what Mitch Hedberg says? You're supposed to rub some Carmex on it, and I don't it's know if like that helps, but it sure highlight. makes it shiny and more noticeable. <laughs> so I was playing games with a. We played video games last night with my good friend Merkel Ben Chris Kelpin. Nice. And he was. He said the exact same thing, and I was not disappointed. I, That's so good. I was trying to think of the of the quote, and you both nailed it. So nice. Um, but the crazy thing is, so I'm glad we didn't record like two days ago. Oh, so yeah. apparently. Uh, after people get COVID, like some, they get some viral like stuff that with cold sores, especially where they'll get oh, like really? crazy. If this sucker was as big as ever been, it looked like I had like botched lip fillers or oh, something I like that. that. My lip was I huge. Um, and like it was awful. So, um, that was, I was down with my sickness. And so, our, mm. one of my wife's MP friends was like, Oh, yeah, no, it's, that's happening a lot. So, she called me like this antiviral med, mm. which it seems like it's worked because now it's, it's less noticeable. Yeah. But, it uh, came with some crazy side effects where I had oh, like really? crazy joint pain, like a headache, uh, and, and I spent a lot of time in the restroom. So oh, that was not super summer fun. But uh, yeah, Man. that's about it. 
When so. will summer begin for Robbie? <laughs> it did today. Today was a good yeah, day. That's good. We didn't have to use my AK. There yeah, you that's go. good. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, nothing, nothing too much else going on. So that's I, cool. I don't know. I don't know. Well, how about you? If, if you're feeling a little sick, what's going <sighs> on, buddy? Sick, uh, started feeling Aww. sick on Monday. Today's Thursday. Uh, it got really bad yesterday. It, But I like te- got tested for COVID negative. Who knows? I still might have it. Uh, but I've been going to work and feeling a little bit fuzzy at work, which sucks. I think that's one of the worst parts about being sick is the fuzzy mind. Um, but otherwise, yeah, just um, just chugging along. Works good. I <laughs> I celebrated my birthday last week. Yeah. And uh, no Audi. But there is good news. Apparently, the Audi was inspected two days ago. Nice. So that means it's just a matter of paperwork being sent around. So I luckily will be able to you know hopefully drive that soon and yeah birthday was good we mostly chilled i had a poker night with some friends that was fun had I basically i just i took like probably 10 bottles off my shelf and said hey whatever you want to drink just be respectful and you're poor and like be responsible <laughs> and you're poor um, and then someone starts pouring because like that's not respectful that's not responsible that's either <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but it was a really fun time be um, more respectful of that bottle yeah okay. exactly <laughs> be more responsible uh yeah it was fun and it was exactly what i wanted out of like a poker night a bunch of just dudes hanging out and having fun and yet this weekend is my wife's birthday and i feel like i got her a few things but i also feel like that's the day like her sister planned our nephew's party on my wife's birthday which is fine uh but it's like i can't really plan much around that now because of that but that's okay um and i'll make the best of it and uh make the best of uh kind of the weekend in general with my wife so um yeah life is life is good i'm uh i feel like i put on weight which sucks oh i i you know we were in a different camera setup and i was like my face is getting a little chubby you thought me no me i'm no, feeling like, the same way guy. chub chub i gotta i gotta gotta kick in the high gear here i'm not me too yeah um and i like had a good day this week where i was like all right i'm only gonna eat good things and i did it and it was really <laughs> hard i'm only um, gonna eat good things yeah like i only only like things like chicken and veggies and stuff so but i need to just hop back on i think i'm like 185 right now if not a little more and i really like to be 180 um and i was 180 for a long time and that was great and and now i'm just kind of i basically what had happened was my friend who i was doing that that wager with Mm -hmm. uh, he dropped out and i had no reason outside of you know try to be healthy to to get back to weight do that yeah i'd rather be motivated by money than um being healthy (laughs) it's 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 proven itself so uh but that's life that's good um since we do have a long segment with a guest uh later later on um i wanted to maybe skip right over to our history today if you're cool with that well can we take a walk first oh we can take a walk we'll be right back after this short brisk beautiful walk And we're back from a brisk, sweet summer walk. 
And, we're back uh, like a cold sore every five years. Yeah, exactly. Five years, dude. I get a cold sore every month or two. Maybe uh, have you, two or three months. I honestly I haven't. It's been about five years since I had my last one. But like That's in real, like when I first amazing. started, te- like my new teaching, like the, my current teaching job, like I was mm-hmm. so stressed, I would get them like every three months. It was oh, rough. Do you ever take lysine? I have. Yep. And lysine what helps. I do now, and it works, but it's just you got to be on top of it is once I get a cold sore or even feel like one's coming in, I will start pounding vitamin C. Like take those emergency things. I'll take five in a day for like five days and it will fade out really quick. Um, also, there's, I've been putting this stuff on like Breva or something like that. Like it's a Breva. A Breva. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, I think it's worked. I don't know. No, anyway. It's, it's been in and out for me. So yeah, let's talk about what we're... Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> What we're drinking today, we're drinking Old Forester 1920 Prohibition Honey. style. Uh, so I wanted to get into some history today, but before I do, huge shout out to my father-in-law, Tracy Lewis, for buying me this bottle about a year or so ago. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Uh, so Old Forester 1920 Prohibition style. This is definitely not our first Old Forester whiskey we've done. Uh, this is number seven, actually. Most recently was episode 180, where we drank Old Forester Rye. But we've even done episodes on their Whiskey Row series of what we're drinking today. Episode 54 had a very special guest episode with Caleb Olson, one of our favorite Patreon supporters, and his friend James. Uh, They drank 1910 Old Fine Whiskey. And episode 72, we drank drank, uh, 1870 Original Batch. Uh, That's they all, there's only one other besides the one we're drinking today, uh, and that is the 1897 Bottled and Bond. So we so, can only have one more Old Forester episode unless we get something special or released. No, kind of in terms thing? of their uh, Whiskey Row series, which is four whiskey bottles. Row. Okay. Four. Yeah, I think it's four. Yeah, but they have plenty I of other, like even multiple years to. of, of um, uh, birthday bourbon, and yes. they have some single barrels. Great stuff. I got you. I was not listening as closely. You're good. But those are okay, so well, maybe crazy. it was because unless it's a special release, so those things are special. Uh, no, I think we have done pretty much everything besides that one. Um, that is not special. No, we we do the statesman. We still have that oh, on we the saw docket. Statesman, yeah, yeah. So we, we we'll have plenty to work with. On okay, so not, we're not no, running no. out of whiskeys anytime soon. No, we're not. Yeah. So uh, last episode, I spoke on Old Forester. I looked up some of the uh, history on that one, and mm-hmm. I mentioned how Old Forester uses a specific yeast strain called 1B, and they use a 20% sour mash. And I even said, in basically, I said, we should do that, uh, talk about a sour mash process in a future episode, uh, and what it is and what it isn't. Uh, so, so let's do that in our episode history oh, what today. You, what you want? The yeasty boys. The yeasty boys. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so what's your, what's your, what's your we, maybe, You know what? Maybe we change the name of the podcast to the yeasty boys. To the, yeah, we'll probably get more hits that way. People, people won't like, start asking like, us. Why not? Okay. not why not non-chill filtered? Um, I do have this fungal infection that I Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, there you it's go. not a so, call-in show. It's not that kind of yeasty boy. Yeah. Man. Anyway. That is a good point so maybe we will stick with the chill filter let's thing. just stay with chill filtered <laughs> so i've heard some people and it's 
Not a thing I hear a lot, but I've heard some people say, I love sour mash bourbon. And when I ask them why, they will usually say it's because of the taste. Uh, and excuse me, <coughs> they say it's the slight tang that you get from something sour. Well, I'm, a bur- I'm about to burst some bubbles on this episode right Uh-oh. here. Uh, first of all, sour mash process has no effect on any sour taste on a bourbon. So Secondly, every it's major distiller, and I would argue most non-major distillers, uh, use sour mash process for all their bourbon and rye. So it's not like you're drinking, like it, even if it's on the label and says sour mash, like something like uh, Jack Daniels or, or Michter's there. or something like that, or even E.H. Taylor, um, most bourbons do a sour mash process. Uh, so it's nothing too out of the ordinary to do that. So um, anyway, the purpose of a sour mash process is pretty smart. And it really allows for two things that most distillers are seeking out on the process of fermentation. One is to get beneficial bacteria in yeast growth, as opposed to bad bacteria in yeast growth. Don't want that. Uh, Two, consistency in batches. Uh, We've talked before about how much yeast strains uh, can affect the flavor of whiskey, and it's huge. Uh, And that's why people like the guys behind Wilderness Trail... Uh, could basically make a living just working on the yeast. Uh, but that's why, the, even why we see proprietary yeast strains and secret yeast recipes, like this 1B we're talking about today. Uh, yeast can change everything. And so can bacteria uh, involved in fermentation. But something bad happens when you let certain bacteria eat on your mash. And for the record, if anyone doesn't know, the mash... <laughs> Is the grain and the water and the yeast combo that produces alcohol when it or which is then distilled? Uh, if you get certain bad bacteria in your mash, two things could potentially happen. One, the bacteria will take advantage of the environment and turn your whole mash bad. Mash bad. And uh, and I've heard it can smell pretty darn nasty if you got a bad <clears throat> batch. Uh, and uh, and the I bacteria just takes over. But two, the other thing that could happen is your mash can kill those bad bacteria. And uh, distillers long ago found that low pH levels, meaning acidity, uh, can kill the bad bacteria in the fermentation process. So they needed something to provide acidity to the batch. But what do you do uh, when you can't add anything to bourbon process besides water, grain, and yeast, and potentially wood container? Uh, Well, check this out. I'm ready. Um, So when you distill a batch of mash and get it uh, off of the first run of the still, there's a big batch of spent grain and and like water uh, left in the still. But that spent mash is acidic. It's just a it's just what happens when you ferment uh, and distill and what's left over of the distillation process. It is acidic. And one might even call it a sour mash. They take a portion of that sour mash and add it to the next batch that's fermenting. And that way two things happen. It raises the acidity of the next batch so that the low pH environment will kill off the bad bacteria. And two, by adding a small portion of the last batch to the next one, it brings a level of consistency to each batch. Similar to like sourdough starter. Um, Technically my sourdough starter is almost two and a half years old, uh, but still 
at least technically, has some of the same yeast from the original uh, being spent. Uh, or, I'm sorry, yeah. But of course, uh, the spent but mash is likely empty of the yeast uh, because it was involved in the fermentation, I mean, in the distillation process, which involves a lot of heat. Um, so the yeast doesn't exactly carry on in that process, but that's where the 1B yeast strain comes into play with Old Forester. Uh, but the mash does carry forward some of the attributes of the last batch by doing that. One other cool note I learned from Chuck Cowdery's uh, blog is that the sour mash uh, to new batch ratio uh, is about sometimes as high as one to three. Uh, they talked about, uh, wow. for I mentioned earlier, Old Forester uses a 20%, so it's a one to four uh, ratio. Uh, but that's much more than I thought, like, pretty much 20% of the, um, or one, two, four. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it's, it's basically, yeah. 20% of 20% the 20% be one to five. No, it'd be one of five. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's like, it's like odds. Math like man. One, one to four odds is like, yeah, basically it. 20%. So, um, that's much more than I thought, but yeah, besides that, the, they ferment <clears throat> and distill, and send the spent mash to the next batch after that. Uh, so that's sour mash distilling for you. Let's talk okay. about what we're drinking today. Because And why I brought we up sour been? mash is because we've talked a lot about Old Forester in the past. And even Brown Foreman. Uh, so I didn't want to overlap too much. But no, we haven't talked about sour mash yet. So And there's sour mash involved in this. Oh, so, well, that, let's that tied in well. If it didn't, yeah. I'd be a little disappointed, Cole. Good. This, what we're drinking today, uh, like I said, it's part of their Whiskey Row series. And uh, it was called 1920 Prohibition <laughs> Style uh, because in 1920, at the beginning of Prohibition, the six distillers that were legally allowed to produce medicinal whiskey in Kentucky uh, had a had to bottle at 100 proof. That was kind of the law. I didn't know this. And it makes sense because the one we had mentioned medicinal purposes only and it was bottled in bond. Um, but, uh, and most were barreling at that proof as well. They were barreling at a hundred proof and then they would bottle at a hundred proof, but they would have to cut it because of the angel share. So they would say normally in that process, the angel share would up the proof by the end of the aging to about one fifteen. Huh? That's what we're drinking today. One fifteen proof. And it was basically done, um, to honor that of, of what the prohibition barrel proof uh, whiskey would be at that point, even though they had to cut it. So you would think um, like that would be a better name for it though, right? Prohibition barrel proof. Yeah. You'd think so instead of just buzzwordy, but like, they already have a bottled and bond version, which is a hundred proof. So, yeah. but this is bare. This is prohibition cask strength then? prohibition style prohibition they say cask. yeah but i mean but I, yeah, I would go through the... i'm with you well, i will say this though mm. cheers to them for not like buzzwording it out yeah right yeah oh, i guess they're like it's super smooth but anyway <laughs> speaking of buzzwords uh according to their website yeah i already mentioned that um so no age statement here but uh what we do know is it's the standard mash bill of old forester mostly brown foreman uh which do you remember robbie what is nope. the okay i never do 72 percent 72 percent corn 18 percent rye 10 percent malted barley malted that's the barrels. old forester uh way 
The old so, um, that's uh, basically all I got. Uh, from what I've heard and what I've seen and what I've a lot of people talk about is that people prefer the 1920 over the other batch or the other whiskey row series. But some people differ. I actually really like the uh, 1870, which I believe is like 90 proof or something like that. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes today with the 115er. Uh, total wine price, 72. Let's drink. Let's do that. So oh, you got a cork, cork pop, pop today. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Nice. That was a good one. Epic. I, yeah. I believe that was a good one. I think so too. I believe in a thing called love. Just let her in the heart. <laughs> Let's make this whiskey dizzy. Do the old matchup. Yeah. The old spin J. The old Shout out to Dramhound's daughter. Yeah. I hope she listens. Yeah. I, if I mean, she I does, hope... she knows she's famous today. <laughs> Without ever having said her name. Yeah. Well, everyone knows Dramhound's daughter. Hey, as we're doing this, Cole, you'll be proud mm-hmm. of me. Guess what I've been watching? Uh, Peaky Blinders. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't realize I was like three seasons behind. Oh wow! So I, on, I just I watched the series three. finale last night. Was I won't it, give anything was, away. Did it? Do you feel like it paid off? Was it good? Um, I'm still thinking about it. Okay. I, I, I don't think it was anywhere near lost. Uh, and it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was a good ending. I part of me is like I feel like it could have been better, but it was still good. I'll be honest. Kind of. Have you watched Stranger Things season four yet? No. I you think I'm not gonna. Okay. <sighs> okay. Have you watched Only The Bear yet? It's it's like it's a big investment to pick up a show after two seasons watching and then like starting because people are saying just pick up in season four and I'm like okay I can do that but like it, it I also am not that attached. Okay. Have you watched that's The Bear me. though? Have you What's watched that? The Bear? Have you I, I've heard good things about it. I've said good things on and on about it. Yeah. I think you got to watch it. Okay. All right. So anyway. two things to note today for Cole is that uh, one, my good. nose isn't working as good as it should. And two, um, my tongue isn't working as good as it should right now. I've been getting a lot of like sharp notes or like, like the alcohol is burning my tongue more than I'm tasting it. So don't rely on me. We'll put the credibility on Robbie right. a little bit more no, today. Appley, Appley, Appley. So much apples. Like I wasn't even really? I wasn't even sniffing it as I'm just doing the old uh swirly poo here, making it dizzy. I'm mm-hmm. like fragrantly getting apples right off the nice. top. Um and real sweet too. A nice sweetness to it. <laughs> um yeah. It, re- it reminds me of like when you and Adam used to record. It seemed like for a while there it was always like I'm sick. I can't. T- I don't. That's know. right. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I got so sick at Wisconsin, more than like anywhere. Although I've gotten well, sick a lot here, but that's because Bex and daycare. That yeah, but I think part of it too that was like pre-COVID, and you mm-hmm. didn't have a kid, so you guys were going out and doing stuff. Yeah, as God intended. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm just getting bourbony notes, a little bit of sharpness on the alcohol vapors, but don't trust me. Hmm. Is it so? What one thing I want to know for you is it uh too potent for heat? Um, heat's not bad, you know. Sometimes, like this is at room temperature, but you know how sometimes you drink a whiskey, it's like, oh, that's cold. Mm. This is that like that kind of mouthfeel right off the bat where my mouth just immediately cooled down. 
Yeah. Um, getting it's kind of nutty, kind of nutty I on the back end. Nutty. Yeah, a little nutty on the back end. Um, viscosity wise, very low viscosity. It's almost like mm. drinking water. Um, I'm gonna go for another sip here. What are, you, are you getting anything? Not much. Oh, I no. did get a little bit of that nutty, but mostly it just burns my tongue, which I hate. Mm. I'm like, I just want to taste this. I'm not getting much from it. Uh, but I did, yeah, I did get a little bit of nutty. Not much else. You know, but yeah, like I said, sorry, Forrester. Yeah. yeah. Right off the bat, like, it's, it's nice and cool. It's low viscosity. I get like, it starts going towards like a little bit of bitterness and then it comes back where it's just like kind of a nutty, not super sweet. Like I'm surprised because nose wise, it was really sweet. Um, um golly, it was just hopping out of the Glen Cairn. There was a swirl. Yeah. yeah, not super sweet. Um, it's not bad. It's got some interesting things going on, but it's not. But don't we all, Robbie? Yeah, you know, here I am, just a man with my baggage. Yep. My man bag. Got a lot going on. Yeah. There's a couple drops. Yep. Oh, I feel bad. But we're gonna rely more on you today, Ooh. Robbie. Yeah, I'm not well, getting much. But I know best. there's stuff I get... there. I know there's like plenty there, but it's just so my nose is so clogged. Mm. You wish my you... tongue is so burning. You <sighs> wish you had to go chase it. I sure hope that. Yeah, uh, I sure hope that uh, I don't have COVID and I'm losing sensory stuff because I ate something today and it did not taste as it should have. Well, honestly, like. As close proximity as you were to Beck and your wife, you would think you would have had it already. No, no, I have. I, I mean, I had it in January. Well, I guess this like, like this new variant. You're saying? This new variant is yeah. like I, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they, this is like fifth hand information, but like, yeah. like you, you could get it this new variant even if you just had it a yeah. couple of weeks ago. So, oh, wow. Let's you know. I think that's that's the like, I think our listeners are all kind of the same, but as we are, where it's like that's probably one of the worst things ever. If like you lose your sense of taste and smell. Yeah. Especially long-term. Oh gosh. I couldn't imagine. So we'd like, it would be the yeah, worst podcast eating... ever. Here we Chick-fil-A. are. Neither of us can taste nor smell. And it's, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to shoot the breeze longer. <laughs> oh that'd oh be the man. That would suck. That would, that wouldn't be as good therapy as it always is. Mm. Um, it's good. It's good on the um, with the water. I think I'm getting a little bitterness, but I don't know if that's my mouth or not. This is it's it's not super sweet. It's not sweet. It uh oh gosh, it's almost there's not much going for this. Like I initially uh-huh. with the like the apple I was getting was I was like, oh, this could be really impressive, but there's uh-huh. really not a ton going for. It. I'm not. I mean. It, it's it's light and it goes down easy. It's uh, dare I say smooth, but that's about so like, that's smooth. that's about the only thing I'm really going for. Like that's you know smooth jazz. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, bow bow, boom boom boom. Oh, where's my ice? Boom boom. Chick Fil A. What you? What happened at Chick Fil A? I'm eating Chick Fil A and it doesn't taste the same, and I'm like worried. I don't know if it's just the fact mm-hmm. that my nose is clogged and there's something going on on my tongue. 
but I really won hope I don't have COVID and shared it with my whole workplace and wife and baby. Um, and potentially you telephonically. Uh, oh, what? Sorry. No, but um, Ooh, that's but a good you don't track hear for too much to about Heather. people losing their, their sense of taste and smell anymore. Although apparently it Chelsea happened did. to Chelsea for a little bit. Yeah. And it happened to one of my good friends. Has Abby she Hoffman. recovered? Yeah, Chelsea's yeah, she's back. She's good. It that's was good. like it was like a day. She's and back, half, baby. Days. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it wasn't too much. So yeah. I don't know. That's good. Um, um so I just dropped a cube. Same kind of nose. Nothing. Yeah, honestly, nothing really on the nose. Slight, maybe white sugary kind of a sweetness on the nose, but mm-hmm. kind of killed. <sighs> I'm getting a little bitterness. Hmm. Ooh, I don't like that. But it might be just me ooh. with bad. No, it, yeah. it does get bitter at the end. Yeah, I think on the on the front end. Ooh, yep, there it is. Way worse. Done. Um, done with this. front end. It was really. It was uh, not really. It was like an. You know, like apple jacks don't taste like apples, but yeah, I think of apples. Yeah, and they're not. Like, it was kind of apple jacky where it was like, "Am I getting apples?" And then it's bitter. So yeah. So I'm gonna forego giving this a rating. Um, okay. That's I fair. wish I could. Like I would if I felt semi confident, but I don't even yeah. feel semi confident. Well, I tell but you, I'm gonna you know, rely completely on your rating today. You, you've got the bottle, so we can come back to this later. Yeah, if we that sounds good to me. If we remember. That being said, we don't remember much. No. Like Cole was like today, hey, let's record. And I was like, I didn't do the Whiskey World News. Or I didn't do the What Whiskey Would You Choose? So It's all good. But we don't yeah. need to do the Whiskey World News. What? No, we will do Whiskey in World a News. a moment. But we'll do the Whiskey World News. Oh. We don't need to do the What Whiskey Would You Choose yeah. results. So, we'll talk about that in a bit. Anyway, we mm. got to come back. I think you can come back to this. This is it. Entry buzz it. Entry buzz it. Rate it. Entry buzz it. Good. So anyway, um, gosh, I'm going to go just a straight six. Okay. Wow, that's low. Yeah, you know, there's I mean, there's nothing really huh. nothing impressive, nothing really good about it, great about it. Like it's mm-hmm. not it's not that it's there's some bad things. Uh yeah, there are some bad things. Like there's some bitterness there. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing really hits on something where I'm like, ooh, I like that. I want to go back for that. Minus mm-hmm. sorry, that bright apple note on the first swirly pool, swirly mm-hmm. poo on the nose. Yeah. And then um just like a nice, a nice mouthfeel for a little yeah. bit on the neat pour. So yeah, I'm just gonna go straight six. I don't think I would pay seventy bucks for this. Yeah, I mean it's not. I can't. I can't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll give it a, a, a. Yeah, I'll give it a better rating another day. Okay. But now that our ratings are done, I think it's time for a segment we like to call Whiskey World News. <laughs> And we're back. Best part of the show. The part of the show we like to call Whiskey World News. And actually, this this probably, you know, Cole and I have poo-pooed Whiskey World News quite a bit lately. Uh, <laughs> this one is super special. And it yeah. is actually, it may, it's probably going to be the best part of the show. It's going to be I, something I'm looking forward to. Something we've been wanting to do. And we don't have an article today. And no, in fact, article? this isn't even written. This is not even written. We're not even going to read it. We're just spitballing news. Because this is breaking news. In studio with us, we have a good friend. And for the first time ever in chill-filtered history, all three hosts 
That's right. Those are here. Yeah. This is the first. Yeah, it never uh, yeah. happened. So. Yeah, hi. It's me, Adam. Yeah, I guess we got to say, well, yeah, if you're listening, if you're YouTube, you just saw him pop <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if yeah. Podcast, podcast world. Uh, Adam, last dad is here yep. of uh, formerly Chill Filter. Of Chill Filter fame. Let's be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. One of the forefathers. The forefather. <laughs> the like forefather. if there were one, one it was, it was Adam. Forefathers. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, yeah. so bringing yeah, Adam wanted to come on. Like we've been trying to do this for a while now. And mm-hmm. just uh, you know, Adam's like, you know, I just don't feel like that's kind of where I'm at. Like I'm not really doing whiskey anymore. Uh <laughs> or alcohol. We at come all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just wanted yeah. to come on and, and chat. And so, you know, we're super excited. So Adam, like, I guess like just to start, like. It's been two and a half years where you've been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, first, guys, I do have a whiskey article for you. Um, Ooh, I didn't you. up until about 10 seconds ago, but you know, <laughs> you just you just type in whiskey news. The first one I saw uh, is kind of interesting. It says New Hampshire Distillery makes whiskey out of invasive crabs. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen this yet? I've seen the article. No, yep. I have not. I don't want to whiskey. Read it, there you go. There. <laughs> Man, well, now I feel like we got to come back to visit that later. Yeah, that would yeah, be a great. What whiskey would you choose yeah, yeah, yeah. out of it too? It'd be like, uh, what whiskey do you want to drink when you get crabs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, so anyway, Man, Adam, what have you been up to? Old been humor to is rubbing off on you, Robbie. <laughs> that was a total cold joke. Um, mm-hmm. What have I been up to? Well, I lost about a hundred pounds. Pro- probably, good. probably about a hundred and. 30 pounds since this nice. audience really last saw me um, and have man, I, I lost that. So when I quit the show, I quit because I was diagnosed with diabetes. Um, and then my, really my last appearance on the show was the last time that I produced for you guys. I put like That's the right. tail end of everything. I just put like a, Hey, it's my sign off. I've loved doing this. And I bet I got to move on. Um, so I lost all that weight in the first six months and like exercising and hiking and things like that became a huge passion of mine in June of 2020 was the best year of my life. It's always yeah. funny when people talk about the pandemic and that year specifically, because there it's always negative. And then, you, you know, when you're like commiserating in a circle and, and then it's your turn and everybody's looking at you and I'm just like, yeah, I um I discovered what it's like to be healthy for the first time in 2020 and like started living for my adult life for the first time and it was the best and it was awesome. It was amazing. Everybody hates it. But we vacationed, <laughs> to, we vacationed to Colorado that summer to celebrate my health and our wedding anniversary. And uh, Ashley had never been to Colorado and fell in love. And ever since then, we have been trying to figure out how can we make Colorado work? Mm-hmm. Is it ever possible? We saved up a bunch of money in 2021. And at the end of that, it was just like, no, there's just no way. Like we, we did a really good job saving, but there's no, uh, there's no way. I'm trying really hard not to curse, even though you guys still have an explicit. <laughs> yeah, guys, I don't know if we can get rid of it, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think you can because yeah. of all your backlog of episodes. So, but I'm, yeah. I'm going to respect the new host. not curse. I'm going to try really hard, especially considering That's the for subject Amara. I'm on to talk about. So, yeah. um, and so we were looking at buying a cheap house in the UP of Michigan because it was like kind of the same bunch of hiking out in nature, yada, yada. But houses are super cheap. And then in March of this year, I couldn't stand my job at the DOT anymore. I quit on the spot uh, in a in an Adam fashion, I'll say. Nice. And uh, and then uh, that night, two hours later, 
um, we fell backwards into a dream opportunity for my wife to be a nanny for a ranching family in the Rocky Mountains in Colorado, near Ew. Steamboat Springs. It came with housing um, and a very wow. generous salary, and it gave me the opportunity to really think about what I, well, first of all, it gave me the opportunity, you know, my mom passed away in March, um, same month that all this started happening. So moving here really gave me the opportunity to just take a break, just take Ooh, a yeah. breath and, and, you know, two and a half years of pandemic customer service work for the government on the phone yeah, will fry yeah. <laughs> your brain. Yeah, and so sure. I just needed a break. And then I, I had one job interview with a company that saw my background in podcasting and uh, it had nothing to do with podcasting, but at the tail end, they said, Hey, do you think we could ever start a podcast? And so then we start, started talking about that. And I walked away from the interview going, what am I doing? We, for the first time in my life, in my adult life, I have the opportunity to live in a, in a house that is being provided to me and totally pursue every, with everything I've got podcasting. And so I just, I, I had been working on a show idea for a year and a half. And, uh, and I finally was like, you know what, now's the time. But in the meantime, you know, I, the last show I was doing, I, I feel like I'm dominating the conversation. If you guys no, want well, to this is, this is the you. breaking news. <laughs> this is Whiskey okay. World breaking okay. news. Um, mm -hmm. The last show I had been involved in was a show called Women AF. I, I believe that you guys had, did you have Were them you, on or something? No, we no, would we rep them a lot, them though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Did. Okay. I couldn't remember. Back to Motorbox Media. For a while. I think they had, yeah, they had something where they had a whiskey person on. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, nice. Um, not us. And, We're not whiskey yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and 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 so I, when that wrapped up, I had really just been like, I think I think I'm done. I I think I I think I'm gonna put away this silly dream. It, it really that's 2021. Honestly, was like the 2020 was the best year of my life. And then 2021 was probably the most traumatic year of my life. I gave up this dream of podcasting. I, um, my wife and I had been struggling to get pregnant at that point for four years. And we had just both silently never said this to each other, but just in our hearts and mind, we had given up. We, we knew it was never going to happen. So that's why I like the fact that we moved here and she got pregnant right away. It's just like uh, <laughs> 2022 baby. Oh yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> And so I held on to all my gear because, you know, like I'm the type of guy who like makes a decision and then has to think about it for a long time. And so then in January of 2022, I sold like every last piece of gear that I had, except wow. for this nice microphone. I sold all of my really good stuff and then bought just a tiny little audio interface to be able to connect this microphone to the computer just so I could have something. I just got I had grown accustomed to having to sounding really good in meetings and things like that. I, that sounds so vain, but that's what it is. Um, and, uh, but you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, you're a musician, you, you get show ideas all the time. You never know. And so, um, when we moved here, uh, with that, with that company, I, you know, I just moved away, like walked away from that saying, start pursuing that. And so I did, I, I took this show idea. I'm, you know, can you tell that I'm hesitating to <laughs> talk about this? Show? <laughs> How contrary it is. Uh, to your no, brand, I feel that so it's about it marijuana, there, man. It's about cannabis. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I had you know I grew up religious. I I still would say that I have a faith 
Cole, you know that my faith has always been very different than yours. You would mm-hmm, totally. probably be shocked at how different it is now. Yeah. Um, but I still think that we're we're thinking the same thing mostly. Um, so I grew up in a background, probably much like you guys, where it's like cannabis is looked down upon it in in the nicest <laughs> terms. You know? um, and and so part of my symptoms from my diabetes diagnosis was neuropathy. I I got diagnosed with neuropathy. And that means my nerves in my appendages started dying. Um, I noticed it in my feet first, and then it started tingling in my hands. By the time my fingers started tingling, I'd say um, from my toes to midway up, uh, almost halfway to my ankle, I could I just couldn't straight up feel anything. If, if I could feel anything, it was immense pain. Um, and, and so when we traveled to Colorado in June of 2020, I just, you know, cannabis is legal. And that was the only reason I ever, I didn't really have a moral um, like objection to it, it anymore. And, and so we were in a legal state. And my friend was like, you just got to try it. But, you know, I had gotten super healthy over these, those previous six months. I quit smoke in one day, the day I was diagnosed, yeah. I got, I quit drinking. I quit smoking. I quit every bad thing, sugar, carbs, all of it. And so I said, listen, man, I am open to this but I can't do edibles because they're sugary. And even the baked ones that aren't sugary, those are carbs. Um, and I don't want to smoke anything because I gave up smoking and I don't want anything to ever bring me back to tobacco. And uh, he said, it's okay. I can find you something. So he found me this stuff. It's a powdered THC um, and, and it's water soluble. Most THC is not, but this is a specific product that is TH, uh, that is water soluble. And so uh, I tried it one time and and it was the first time in in uh in, in a year and a half that that I could not feel my feet but it was like oh I don't I'm not thinking about the numbness I'm not thinking about the pain it was just like I could relax for the first time in a year and a half and not think about my feet and it was life changing and and um you know, I grew up a pastor's kid and and I say all the time when I talk about cannabis that it very quickly became my new gospel. And what I mean by that is it, it like, it changed my life so much for the better. Um, it, it, so about six months after that is the first time that I inhaled cannabis. And that is a way different experience because it's a, I could get into all the science, but that's what I'm here. To <laughs> if you so want, you, but I assume you get into that science on right, brand because new I'm a nerd. Called, <laughs> what'd you say? What's a brand new podcast? I bet you could get into that on a brand new podcast called, oh. Hi, friends. So, yes, like <laughs> with the GH. What I loved about being a part of Chill Filtered, I feel very conflicted about being Chill Filtered as somebody who now recognizes that I I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> 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 so I do feel conflicted about my history here, and even mm-hmm. even being on here. But I like I do know that there's crossover here for people because what I loved about this was like nerding out about the science of it. Like I will never, I would have never researched that unless I had met Cole and he had gotten me in. Cause I just wouldn't have known it was there. Mm -hmm. And I think that cannabis is very similar in that the general, the general outlook on it, it's very hard. Cause now, like now that I know really the general culture outlook on it is very positive, but the, the general culture outlook that I came from, they think that it's something that it's not, that it's just this party drug. And and like, I'd say for the majority of Americans who use cannabis today, it is strictly a medicinal 
use, or at least it's intended medicinally. But the thing is, I classify medicinal uses. If you have intention, if you if you're using with intention, then that's medicinal. Even if that intention is just, hey, I want to amplify this good time. Generally, I think that unless you're trying to rest because you're sick or you're going to sleep, if you're just using to sit on the couch, that is where I become a little like, hey, this is a lot like when I would just drink 12 PBRs a night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like me, I, I would I would call myself a productive stoner. Um, I, <laughs> it's a real thing though. And I understand why you guys laugh because you're just not familiar with the culture. It, yeah. um, but so cannabis has helped me realize that I had ADHD. Part of this was just uh, um, the medical community and the scientific community had a misunderstanding of the actual symptoms of ADHD for the longest time. Yeah. Um, but part of it is that honestly, cannabis for me, it doesn't like make me lazy. It, it doesn't make, you know, I was using alcohol to mask things I hated about myself and things I didn't want people to see and just kind of like hide me. Cannabis doesn't do that for me. It, it, it like forces me to, to see those things and confront them and bring them to light so that I can then deal with them and then push them out. And so I, th- I think that the general, some parts of the general public have this idea that cannabis is just, you're just using it to be lazy, but I'm using it every day so that I can stay in this mindset of you have to be the healthiest you can be, especially now because you've got a baby and you've got to be motivated now because you've got to provide for that baby. Like all this stuff, the first time that I inhaled cannabis, I felt like a normal human being for the first time. Like I, I just, I say to Ashley all the time, I, it feels like nobody's looking at me like I'm a weirdo for the first time in my life. And I've always had good dear friends, but I've always felt either less than or other. And like through this journey of, of cannabis and using it, com- like coming up with my own theories of like, this is what I think why I'm feeling this way and why cannabis is doing this to me. And then now with this show, what I'm doing, I'm talking to these scientists, these PhD people and people who have real knowledge of the actual science of what's happening to you. And it's shocking how many times it's lining up with what my stoner mind theories were. And so what I'm trying to do with the show is just take those the, that group of stoners who are just using to as escapism and, and helping them see that, hey, you don't have to use in that way that is looked down upon. You can use in a way that is productive. And I'm also trying to reach people like you guys and maybe some of your audience who have an idea of what cannabis is and maybe an idea that what I was taught isn't exactly it and are just curious and just present it in a friendly way and that's presentable to them that they can at least go, well, that was funny and I can appreciate that there's probably stuff about this that I don't know. I still may not be interested, but I can appreciate that that this show is trying to show that there's more to it than Cheech and Chong asking where's Dave, you know, the more, you know, yeah. And I feel, I'm so sorry. I I talked so long there. No, you're fine. So you've got two and a half years of non-chill filter podcast built up in your system. Just got to get it out. (laughs) So, so I assume everyone can find your podcast on all the big venues, all the platforms. Yeah. You search. So it's high comma high, like, like drug use, H I G H. Mm-hmm. comma friends exclamation point some on spotify i know that you have to do the exact spelling as it is 
most most of them though you can find it the 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 artwork is a uh, it's pot leaves darkened green green pot leaves with white lettering hf podcast so they can find it um you can find us on instagram high friends pod um and and you can link to the show from there too so oh, sounds good and thanks for joining i mean it's 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 kind of crazy. I listened to the intro of High mm-hmm. Friends the other day, and I was like, "Oh, Adam's like, it's just funny. I haven't heard your voice in a you know podcasty way." I was like, "Oh, he's back, Oliver. Right? <laughs> he's back, funny. baby." I yeah. did have a moment where I was doing some promo stuff earlier this week. <clears throat> it's amazing once you actually have time to put into like production. Yeah, stuff works, and and so. I, I had this moment where I was doing some promo stuff and I was like putting on my podcast promo voice. And I just, I had this moment of like, Oh wow, I'm back <laughs> <laughs> because the first episode I recorded the intro and the interview in the middle of COVID. So it's oh, very wow. like very flat. And I, I, you know, but I just had to get content out. And now I was like, I was recording an interview today. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm actually way more engaged with this guy. I feel so bad. Nice. Wait, <laughs> so how many episodes do you have like backlogged? Um, so I, honestly, I so I'm doing a show a little differently than I've ever done okay. it, guys. You know, you know how um, you know how when we when we started Chill Filtered, it was like we would do a show start to finish. We, mm. we would have segments, but we like we might break for like two seconds. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I am just recording content left and right, and then yeah. I'm piecing together shows. Nice. So what that means, what I've learned, here's a little production tip for you guys. Yeah, okay. What I've learned over time, it, I used to be so focused on the amount of content that I had to offer, mm-hmm. and and in something like cannabis, it's so important that the information is three things: accurate. To the point of brutal scrutiny, it has to be engaging to a multitude of audiences. And then I don't remember the third thing because I am a little stoned right now. <laughs> it's uh, no meandering. I was going to say accurate and so no meandering. We have, we have one bad review. I don't know if you... Yeah, one, but this guy's like, uh, it's there's it's full of inaccuracies. Oh, and I did see that the other yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, like, if you said meandering, I would think you are Mitzel Prick who posted that. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, on, the, the sorry, the third thing is is that it has to be, it has to offer something that people can't get elsewhere. There's a lot of mm. listen. Cannabis is huge right now. It yeah, is there's huge. probably plenty of podcasts very soon federal legalization will happen we are now Mm -hmm. sandwiched between two countries who are federally legal so it's just it's just coming so and and everybody in the industry and anybody in the culture that i'm in right now can just feel it um so everybody's doing stuff like i'm doing it's out there there's lots of people being successful on tiktok and instagram what i'm getting at is there's tons of good competition tons Mm -hmm. of it Oh, we know that with whiskey. Right. For you guys <laughs> too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the re- the reason I'm just being like, hey, I'm recording this segment. I'm recording this segment with this person, with that person, is just because it, it means just because I'm recording with you does not mean I am releasing it. Who cares if I, quote unquote, need an episode? I'm not going to release not quality anymore mm-hmm. not that not that no, I we, would... we believe the exact opposite we release not quality every, <laughs> every monday <week. 
Well, so what I'm getting at is that uh, yeah. what I realized for me, and this is not a dig at your guys' show no, because I'm, I was a part of your show for a long time. I realized that by recording from start to finish, even with multiple segments to mix it up, it from doing it start to finish in one sitting, it caused a lot of the dynamics to get flattened just a little mm. bit. And so what I am now finding is that if you separate yourself from just from it for just a few days or, or a few, even a few hours, sometimes when you record your next segment, you have all of that energy back. You, you know, you're regaining serotonin and, and you're, you know, recovering from that brief like performance hangover that you get. And it and it oftentimes will will let you examine the segment that you just recorded and go, is this really. Is this to the uh, like detriment or the building up of my show and is it beneficial to my audience mm. anyway sorry to get into podcasting stuff i'm also no, i'm also now working with businesses um th that business that i had a meeting with i'm i uh, uh an interview with are now i'm meeting with them next week to start the production process for their podcast i they said I so they are like they almost offered me a job, but I emailed them and said, Hey, I have no interest. That I forgot to say this part. Uh, mm. I have no interest. I realized that I'm going to pursue podcasting. And he was like, Will you pitch me a show? Like, what's the show that we would do? And I did. Mm. And he more or less bought it. He said, All right, I'm, I'm down. We just got to meet and iron it out. So, and then, and then when we launched the High Friends podcast, by the way, again, it's High Friends, every podcast platform out there. <laughs> yeah. If you're interested in cannabis at all, I present it in a fun, cool way. You'll love it. Um, <laughs> um uh what was i saying oh my gosh uh, uh the, the company job, signed on to it give yes. a good pitch and so when we launched high friends um the day we launched companies were reaching out a like, nice. i can't say too much but a huge name in midwest cannabis ca <laughs> called me video called me on instagram out of the blue when, when i picked up my phone i set it down because i thought it was malfunctioning <laughs> <laughs> and then i was like oh no i gotta answer and he's like hey i would love to work with you and, and see what we can do together so like that's happening a bunch and nice it's it's Good just nice you. after 10 years of like grinding away at this game yeah. um to finally be doing it so yeah if anybody in your audience is looking for uh somebody to help them do a podcast i'm really doing it now so is, are, oh, now, awesome. are you still going by mortarbox media yeah still doing it mortarbox media and that's in honor of my grandfather hank rosted who was a bricklayer It'll always be mortar box, always. Hello. I like that because I I do miss this is a mortar box. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess we'll wrap it up about there, uh, Adam. But yeah, check them out. Hi, friends. Hi, comma, friends. H-I-G-H. Exclamation, exclamation point. Yeah, we're going to get it right. But uh, yeah, you're on all the venues right. like we are. And uh, yeah, if uh, if you're looking for a podcast of your own, hey, we got a professional here. So is your Instagram still good? Your Mortarbox yeah. Media Instagram? Uh, they can reach out there, Ad Rosted or High Friends Pod. You know, that's, that's really cool. the one that I'm working on the most right now. So if you're trying to catch me, that's where you'll find me. High Friends Pod. Sounds good. Well, any any final words, Adam? We're grateful that you joined us. We're grateful for, uh, you know, being a forefather. So, yeah, what else? What else you know, you I, for... I, I think the, the final thing I'll say, and I'll just say right up front, edit this out if, if you guys won't take it. I totally get it if you won't. Uh, but uh, listen, I, I drank for a long time not realizing that I had more than just a casual problem. And I would feel remiss being on this show with this audience if I didn't just say, really examine the reason you're drinking. 
Um, Dr. Drew Pinsky defines addiction as the inability to quit something in the face of negative consequences. And I really like that definition um, because it just kind of forces you to look at real life and go, well, yeah, I do have this negative consequence, but that I'm not drinking. I'm still not. I'm still going to drink. So I don't want to get too negative, but I just ask your audience. Look at why you're drinking. If, if it is just mm-hmm. a good casual thing for you, awesome. I, I'm so proud of you. But as the son of a woman who died of cirrhosis, look yeah. at it every now and then. No, I appreciate that. I'm keeping it in. I'm taking it. No, I'm keeping it in. <laughs> yeah. Podcast, <laughs> take it out. YouTube, no, and keep I think, it in. <laughs> and I appreciate that, Adam, because I know, yeah. that we, you know we've had a couple of times, like, you know, we yeah. took, took the month of January off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just kind of reset and, and reevaluate. And I think it's important, you know, like, especially yeah. with, with anything in life, you know, if it's very negative consequence, but you're still doing it. Like, yeah. And, and you know, the, the, this is the last thing I'll say about it. Cause I really don't want to dig on it too bad. Um, it's especially hard when it's something like whiskey, which is this cool. And especially mm-hmm. right now it's very cool thing. Yeah. And, and it's cool to be into cool things. And because there's a lot of other cool things to get into with cool things. Like, so, and so I get it. It gets really <laughs> yeah. hard to see beyond all those things to the root that they're, Hey, there's a problem. <laughs> there's a real, yeah. real problem. And so I, mm-hmm. that, that's why I, it's a, it's a, it's a dangerous place to be. And that's why I just, I don't want to come on this show and not just, and and never address and say, Hey, this is an elephant in the room. This it is. And I think it's, I do appreciate it too. Cause I mean, like for you to, the show was fun. Like it is fun yeah. for us. I love it. Yeah. And yeah. I would have a hard time leaving something fun like that. And I, miss, it. Listen, I miss it all the time. Like I send you guys whiskey stuff mm. all the time. Yeah, There's a bar in, in town, a burger bar in town called Carl's Tavern in Steamboat. And it is probably the best whiskey bar menu I've ever seen. Like it's just, yeah. I, I'm blown away by it. So yeah, I, I, I still miss it. No, but, yeah. no. And I think that's more important than anything. And I mean, like, you know, I'd rather someone not listen to us if they're gonna, you know, develop a problem and and continue a problem by listening to us. So yeah, no, but I respect by that all means, if, if it is not a problem for you, I'm all for it. If if you yeah want to drink poison for fun, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, Adam, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, guys. Adam. Thanks for letting me invade, and it, it's just yeah. it's, it's always such an honor. I love knowing that you guys are still going and that and that oh, I had yeah. any hand in it. So. No, for sure. And uh, we wish you well with the uh, high friends and, and all the new endeavors that, that go with that. So thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. And with it. the baby. Yeah. And, and with the general, baby. Out, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, if you ever big. need poor parenting advice, listen to yeah. the first 20 minutes of every show. We usually get. Oh, yeah. Poor yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, man. Well, thanks for joining us, Adam. No problem. You guys have a good one. You too. We'll see you. All right. Well, that was great. Good to talk to our good friend, old friend, Adam Rostad yeah. of Chill Filtered fame and his yeah. new endeavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like we mentioned earlier in the episode, kind of screwed the pooch on this one. Didn't post anything. Didn't do any What Whiskey Would You Choose. So, we're, you know what? For this week, we'll post it. We'll get our What Whiskey Would You Choose from last yep. week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about that next week so yep. sorry about that folks but i didn't post it yet so like not missing anybody's i really feel bad though when i post it late in like at the like someone yeah. last hour someone puts it in there and i'm lazy and i don't acknowledge it in any way because gosh dang it that's now i feel bad about myself we'll get better at it no we probably won't <laughs> i'd no, like to think i enjoyed I it 
I think I, I like yeah. it. Anyway, uh, so Cole, what are we going to drink next week? And you know what? So next week, oh, I thought we'd go back, back to Buffalo Trace uh, and go between two koshers on top of that. So we have their kosher straight rye. And we have their kosher rye recipe bourbon. So both have rye, both have corn, both have malted barley. But at what ratio? But both are kosher. And you can so bring that's, them on that's what Passover. We got. Yeah, bring them on to the Passover. But don't forget to do not ever pass over the delicious taste of Bush's baked beans. Amen to that, brother. So, <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I hope uh, I hope our listeners will chime in this week and uh, and help us decide whether they want a bourbon or a rye from Buffalo Trace Kosher. And Cole, I hope that Audi shows up, but yeah. I, more importantly, I hope that next week you're able to taste these two whiskeys because I'm super excited about them. Yeah, I definitely hope that I can feel better soon. I'm just I'm just pushing through this thing, so you'll get it. Yeah, yeah. and I hope audience that their love of spirits lifted yours you're both yeah. idiots sweet oh, i gotta get a little more entry buzz here i feel like it's flat right now if you're, you're losing like... the buzz go for the re-entry oh, golly yeah me too